you know, those detectives are slamming on their desk. Jameson's all around. <laughs> we got him. We got him. Oh. And then the nerdy scientist comes in with the jaunty glasses. <laughs> well, actually, it's Robert Wone's own semen in his own butt. <laughs> and then you go, I need extra Jameson. We're staying at work. <laughs> what the actual fuck? Jerk practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. One of those days. Oh, you have no idea, man. The best laid plans. Right? It's one of those days where I I started to notice, I think it's once you hit a certain point in your life, when you start to notice the the volume of things, Mm -hmm. because the volume now equates to how much money it's going to cost because it sounds like it's about to explode. (laughs) Right. Equipment-wise, you don't mean the volume of being an adult. No, I mean, but I feel like that's... That is an amount of crushing pressure. Like, now, I before was free to just be like, (laughs) that car sounds like shit. Oh, that washing machine sounds like it's full of boots and rocks. Right, it's not mine. And now I'm like, oh my god, the sound of it, that little gold, little fucking fountain on my car, I, I just pretend I'm Aladdin and wish. Oh, Make a just, wish every day, she shows. Just that rub that lamp, on. baby. Oh, rub my. that dashboard. I had Pray a... for a better tomorrow that doesn't involve anything that breaks. We, uh, we're all broken. I was telling you, I was literally after I was messaging you what we were going to talk broke. about. My whole family, all of us, got the flu, like the 24-hour flu or food poison. I, oh, I think God. somebody injected our avocados or something. I, I'm so <laughs> fucking Christ. I am so. I just after we had COVID for so long, I was like, I should text Casey and be like, ah, but I just can't. I cannot put my life. I just hate pushing, pushing, pushing. I was like, I cannot believe this is happening. Right, but right. I uh, so last night, Meg, she's it's all. Fucking, this is all toilet fare. We're all just throwing up, right? So Meg's like, I don't feel good. She starts throwing up. I was like, oh no. I was like, well, I can, I'm stepping up. This is a partnership. I'm going to take care of the kids. I'm going to get them to bed. I was like, Meg, you lay down. You know, and I was like, oh man, she is sick. I was like, but I feel good. I feel fine. Uh, Get everything. And then I hear it. You can hear it. Like you hear like a. This is my daughter, Del. Like, oh. and then you just hear, <laughs> and it's the first time she's ever thrown up, so she didn't oh, know to no. like turn. So n- now her bed is so just. She has the existential uh, fear of sure. This has never happened to me. Before. Yeah. Oh, it's awful, right? So I pull her out. Her whole bed's like, I was like, well, this is fucked oh. up, and because Ruby had it for like twelve hours on Friday. Just all of a okay, sudden, so she's Ruby, just like Meg, sick. Now Dell, and then this was we're just this... recording Monday, so that was Friday. She started feeling better, and then Sunday we're all feeling fine. And then, which is last night, we get home. Then that's happening, Dell. So I, oh, I'm so sorry, baby. Let's God, get you in the t- wash you off. Oh, you know you're. And then as Meg's like hearing it, it makes her sick, right? So she's throwing oh, up gosh. again. So it's awful, and we have a tiny apartment without washing machine. So I make Dell's bed. I'm so sorry. And within 30 seconds, fucking throws up all over her bed again to the point where it's like, all right, Dell, we're just now going to lay a towel down on your 
plastic mattress. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I'm still like I was like Meg, lay down. I'm gonna lay in the room with her. You know, I got the the classic popcorn bowl slash pasta oh, bowl slash vomit the bowl. Pot. <laughs> yep. The pot that only comes out when someone's sick. Yep. Like, when I looked at that pot as a kid, oh, yeah. it would make my stomach gurgle. Of course. The association of it. But uh, let's see. So I'm laying there. I was like, all right, Meg's, Meg's asleep. Dell seems to be asleep. I'm going to get up, have myself just this biggest avocado you ever saw in your Re- life. The rest of these <laughs> rancid avocados. Even in mine. <laughs> Good Lord. I got my sense of smell and taste back two days ago. Oh, so you All right, are. So I was like, ooh, have my sipping my coffee. Oh, thank God it's back. Everything. Mm, mm. Mm, and I was like, Meg, this was Saturday night. I was like, I'm a I'm a spaghetti and meatball man. Like that's I'm I I don't need much in life. So I was like, let's get some of these fake meatballs. Give me some that have the weird spices in them. Yeah, I, I bought uh you know like the little spice that's like a little ball that kind of looks like a beach ball? What is it? It's Yes. You only see it in Italian food and it's always it's like uh, it's anise not... or something. I, no, you're right. I think it is part of the Anise, Anise star family. Anise. Uh, I don't know why. You're I'm right, being... but you only it looks like a crisp a '50s Christmas ornament. Yes, it's yeah, got that perfect. Like, yep, it's always in the middle of that meatball. Anyway, so that's good. I eat this big avocado, but I'm feeling fine. I'd eaten the rest of that pasta earlier, and then as soon ten minutes oh, later, baby. with this she hunk the... in my, and I didn't do it right. I didn't like mash it down in a guacamole. I didn't, you know. Oh. I didn't, I just cut it in the biggest chunks you ever saw and put it in and just tortillas and sucked them down because oh. they didn't have chips. Uh, that's a great one. That's my dumb dad move. You make an <laughs> avocado stale tortilla. That's it. And then a bunch of sauces. Maybe some sauerkraut if you have it left over. Oh, it was avocado. Why is my fucking phone best? Like, not my, phone, my mic. Let me make sure it's good before I keep it. Check, check. Uh, nope. It was just tagine. A lot of it, because I was putting it in the dark, because nobody wanted the light on. Avocado on... That's going to make him throw up again. <laughs> on habanero and red... Whiffing all oh, that tagine. God. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like, am I transported to the spice markets of Baghdad all <laughs> right, of a sudden? Right, right. I'm in Iran, in Iraq. <laughs> um, in the six, uh, so, it, it hits my gut, and then it's ten minutes later, and it just goes, like a trampoline. you're fucked. It's like, and I was just like... You get that like um, salivating feeling in your mouth, oh, God. and I'm like, I can't do this. My stomach is so full; nothing has been broken down. <laughs> I cannot break this back up. And so, I don't want to be hungry again in an hour. It was. It was. So I fought it for like four hours, and then it finally hit me at like two a.m. Just came up the way she came in, and then to boot, put that, that spaghetti and meatball nice down. Oh man! Threw her back in the old fridge. So then a little this, bit more tagine. Yeah. <laughs> then this morning, of course, Meg and I are just like laid out because, you know, you got a headache. You've been like, oh, yeah. you know, it's like a hangover, like anything. Girls are feeling better. But I was just like, I know I need to take my medicine every morning because if I don't yeah. get up and do that, then things will snowball. And I know I'm starting to feel sicker because I haven't had any coffee yet, even though I don't feel like having coffee right i know if i'm don't have like my just at least a cup of coffee i'm not gonna move i don't know where i'm going with this best laid plans i had i'm we're gonna talk about uh some some murder stuff i've got my 
got my gonna get my um, theories oh, yeah, all worked yeah. out. I got I got a little something to bring to the table. Yeah, that's but all right. I got I got I got it. Uh, I told you I combed through the predictions from one hundred mm. years ago. Yeah, from now. So I pulled out the headlines and I was like, some of them are you could argue. That's what I was like. We could talk about it and see how true these headlines are. Sure. But yeah, otherwise, I'm trying to. Remember. WrestleMania was this weekend. I didn't. Yeah, I missed. Like I got classic the whole dumb shebang. dad. Watch day. Watch day one on day two, and then dad's gonna watch day two next week sometime. <laughs> right. Uh, I got to avoid out all the spoilers. Uh, it was a tag team match between the Uso brothers mm. and then Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yeah, I saw the good Usos. Match. Yeah, it was good. Good match, man. Good promo bumpers up front. Like, it's like we always talk about. I felt, because Ash was like, we could watch, you know, like yesterday was Sunday, so she was like, I know that the second night of WrestleMania is on, we can watch it together. And I was like, eh, <laughs> I don't want to subject you to that. Right, right, right. Because it's so, like, there is so much. There's a lot. There's like, a whole it's lot cool. Too. If you like it, it's awesome. But if you just kind of like she it. keeps going and going Or and going. kind of don't like it, you're like, wait, what? So this is four hours and then another four hours? Right. And then you're like, it's, so it's, then it's different people? <laughs> Kaufman, like, like, uh, they, they did the Hall inducted. of Fame. They, I didn't see it, though, but the, apparently they inducted him into the, I'm assuming it was, no, uh, I'm assuming it was, uh, what's his name that inducted him? Lawler, the king, I would imagine. Uh, I that would, would make sense. So. I, I know he too. had a health scare, so I hope oh, he boy. was better to make it to mania it would have to be lawler right i don't see it'd either be lawler or clifton i just don't think they have the i still think they don't that have the people the in the office that are thinking it through enough to do that wrestling moment of all time still to this day oh on letterman is lawler kaufman on letterman that's so good yeah i don't think it's ever crossed over into quote-unquote reality like stepped out of kayfabe into normal world more than that moment of Lawler and him beating each other up in front of David Letterman, yes, who still claims hard to know what went on, yeah. which means give me Letterman. I want him being the attache for a couple corn-fed Iowa boys. Like Letterman, I mean, obviously he's David Letterman, but right. he also would have been very good at being in the wrestling business. Yeah, he's smart, could... funny, mm-hmm. and he keeps his shit like he pretends like I didn't know it was gonna happen. Oh, you don't think he knew? You really don't think he knew? No, I think I th- he knew. I think he's just keeping kayfabe like a champ. I think he knew, but I don't think I don't think he, they knew they were gonna go that hard. Do you think? I think I from I would now that, that I've watched beautiful. wrestling enough. I think David Letterman obviously because. Jerry the King Lawler was in the Memphis, like, territory. Like, this is not a mm-hmm. huge territory. Like, it had wrestlers that people would know, but sure, that's only if you're watching, like, Saturday morning wrestling. Like, New York City had its own territory, and that was Vince McMahon's dad's territory. Yeah. This is before so he was be buying like them a, all up? I yeah, it was, this, yeah, I think this, it had to be. Um, yeah, because it would have been early, late 70s, early 80s. So you would have had... That mid south circuit. You got mid south. You got southeast, northeast, yeah, which midwest. Are... Nothing really out and west, then... really though, right? 
No, it was all Canadian. Anything yeah. oh, west yeah. w- was Canadian. Ooh. It would be Calgary and then further west. So I think obviously like David Letterman knows who Andy Kaufman is, like of course, crazy talented comedian. So I assume that Andy pitched like, "Hey, I'm doing this wrestling gimmick and I'm doing it against this guy. Can you book him and then I'll come out?" So I think he knew like he he was hip to the idea. I think like in wrestling they didn't know how the spots were going to land. Right. Or how hard they were going to go until it happened, which keeps it genuine cuz you know, it's like being on stage. It was like, "Oh, I'm going to get a little put a little extra mustard that on." That was a hard hit. On my performance so tonight for Hansi and see if I can break him. Lawler did say, right? He said Kaufman said just hit me as hard as you can, right? Yeah. Make it look real. Shit was real. Yeah, Any why kind not? of Kaufman it's interest it's so it's this is kind of a good little um spin into it. Kaufman uh, Jim Carrey played Kaufman. Let's go right into yeah. my Robert Wohn theory, oh, yeah. everyone. Yeah. I got one to start. This is So Hansi so, mentioned it two episodes ago. It's a yeah. Peacock show called yeah, I was gonna Who have you Robert set it up. Wohn. Set it set up the whole what we're talking um, about. If you haven't seen it's true crime, and as you know, Hans and I are both Gaga for a true crime won't watch anything. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Boring. Dry as an English biscuit or as salacious as a as Donahue. A yeah. A won't. Uh, so this one tends to be salacious. It's two parts. It's on Peacock, who killed Robert Wone. And I will say as a preamble over it, by the end, like you said, because you would watch it and you're like, one episode I went one way, and the next episode I mm-hmm. went the other way, right. and then they leave you. Like any good documentary should just be like, and then I, I don't, I don't know what happened because you don't, nobody knows what happened. But I will say by the second episode, Ash and I both were just like, God damn, it gave me, we both went, I don't like what's happening, but God bless the judicial system. Uh, like, yeah, it no. works. Yeah. It sometimes is not fair. So I was just laughing doubt. at the. The idea of getting the founding fathers back and then describing to them, like, you guys did a great high five, founding fathers, high five. And they're like, oh, cool. How'd it go? And then you explain the the Robert Wohn case. And then George Washington wants to fight you. Right. Thomas Jefferson just goes, I I," just leaves. And then John Adams like, "Mm, John Adams would be on that lawyer staff. Oh, he'd have been like, sign that ginger up. He's on the Adams. That guy. Adams, Adams, and ginger guy. So the the story, uh, the the true crime, uh, Robert Wohn, it's 2006. It's in this yep. hoity-toity um, neighborhood out in Virginia, but outside of Washington, D.C., basically. Yeah. Young professionals, like multi-million dollar condos. It's like. Neat and as a pin, old, like, beautiful brownstone yeah. condos. So hundred years old, brick, three three to four stories, but they're right next to each other. They're on each other. Yeah, and it's it, it's very much like it's not celebrity, but it's very much the who's who of that kind of DC elite, right? Yeah. Um. So Robert it's Eric, like the Park Lone. Slope. Yeah. For anyone yeah. who lives in New York, it's the fancy part of Brooklyn, mm-hmm. close to the park. Similar thing. All these brownstones from the 1800s that in other poorer neighborhoods are broken up into 
a thousand tiny shitty apartments. Yeah, right, right, right. This was like, no, they kept it. They kept it as one unit. And yeah, it's they beautiful. Have, like, tip, typically it's split because the servants' quarters are in the the basement, basement part. Yeah. But if you're rich enough, you just got that whole fucking you got the whole shebang. building. Um. So this, the 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 principal character, person, real yes. person, Robert Eric Wone. Is this um, dude uh, young professional? He works for a um, he works for a company called uh, Radio Free Asia, I believe is the name. Something yep, to that yep. effect. He he's in DC, um, which also gets you close to yeah creepiness because that yep. sounds very. Would you say radio? Did you say CIA? No, no, no. I said Radio, radio Free, Free Asia. Asia. And for whatever oh, reason. He goes in, him and his wife live outside of D.C., they take the train in, they work long hours, and generally they'll take the train home together, but he was like, I gotta stay home and work late, so I'm just gonna sleep over at these guys, his friends, Robert Price, um, I forget, and two other guys, these three guys live in this apartment. Again, young professionals, except for maybe one guy. Um, Except for one guy, yeah. Because uh, it's a married gay couple. Yeah. And then... Their houseboy. Their friend. Yeah. Their, yes. The guy who gets the servants' quarters. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, he's got to share those servants' quarters with a lot of material. <laughs> a lot of, yes, hardware. So, oddly enough, he's like, honey, I'm just going to sleep over at my friend Joe. Because the, the primary person he's friends with is a guy named Joe Price, this lawyer, who really runs the show. But Robert Wone has never slept over at their house before. It's out of character, it doesn't make sense. He's like, I'm going to sure. sleep there because then I can go to work early the next day. Okay. Again, it's... That's a man it's who only, loves work. It's only out of character because you know what happens next because if otherwise you'd be like, okay, I guess it's the start of him just making life easy by staying well, over. And, I mean, the story is going to get a lot weirder, but for me, it was like all the years of living in New York. Yeah. You know, leaving work late, mm-hmm. taking the bus, taking the train. It's a fucking slog. If you don't hit it right, it makes it extra sloggish. It's just like Ash and I, because we're both the same people, I was like, I don't. Unless I was too drunk to, like, cognitively make it home. Yeah. N- nine times out of ten, I'm like, peace. Yeah, I got it. I'm get out, home. guys. Yeah. It's just. It's not pleasurable. I, even if I feel like, day. even you fucking fall asleep on the train, which has happened. Oh yeah, left you fall. You're like, fuck! I missed my stop. Like, come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. <laughs> missed the stop again. You're like, I'm at the end of the line again. Jesus! And then you just get off the train and call again. Oh, but uh, yeah, I just so that for me was the start of. That's the start of the the bizarre nature of everything. Like, a like I like work. I feel like work's places I like. Who's that up and at him? I better stay at my friend's house so I can get to work early. Yeah, like, I fucking late because the fucking train sucks. Yeah, use the train, use traffic. It's the human nature. It's but it's very bizarre. So he goes over there, and next thing you know, there's a tiniest time frame. You know for a fact because yeah. of is it because he took a cab or. Because of Took him cab, sending a message his out. Wife, like, I love you. I love good night. you. Good I'm night. going to Jerry's. And there's only like a half an hour window. Next thing you know, like the police are being called because he's been 
stabbed. Because he's dead, basically. He's dead. And yes. one of these people, Joe Price, his wife, his husband, and then this other guy, they, they call the cops. And it's kind of a very bizarre phone call, as they generally tend to be when true crime drop documentaries. There's a reason there's a documentary about it. 911 call, baby. Cops show up. Robert Wone is dead. AMT show up. Um, Robert Wone is dead in, in the guest bedroom from a stab wound without any blood around it. The Ooh, three gentlemen. Tiniest. Tiniest amount of blood. Of blood. Uh, yeah, like, just a little spot uh, on the bed. Like, he's been it's stabbed. Like the pal- two palms of your hand. Yeah, he's if been stabbed to size. death. Uh, but the, yes, this the man gentleman has a knife in his chest. Calmly, collectively, walk downstairs to meet the detectives, all wearing white terry cloth, cotton robes, and very casually and comfortably sit on the couch and proceed to claim that an, an intruder must have come in detectives say they are they all look to me freshly showered. they had fresh they are freshly showered they'd all showered so right off That's the like, bat okay right off the shit. bat no fucking way now right. is where the theory so it robert won is murdered tragically obviously it seems like a really nice guy who worked for this radio free asia he worked for a different company where he could have been making more money but the i was researching radio free Asia, it's exactly what it sounds like. They report democratically on things that they're not reporting in China, North Korea. By the way, this happened in 2006. North Korea, just a month before, had detonated their first nuclear missile test. Right, so it's even... All right. Yeah. Um, uh, so anyway, so he seems like a really good guy, and everybody that talks about him is a really good guy. He... Uh, these cops are 2006 meathead classic cops where as they totally take it the wrong direction with these three guys in these robes, they instantly are like, you were butt fucking who? And he was like, they're instantly like, you're gay. We, why would a straight man come to a gay person's house to sleep over? He's like, cause he had to work, you know? Um, by the way, Joe Price is a very reputable lawyer. Which is very, again, goes to my one of my theories. Anybody who's anybody who knows anything about the law and being questioned, especially a lawyer, would know, I'm just going to wait for my lawyer to handle this. Right. But they no, handled lawyer, the questions, lawyer, right? Lawyer. Lawyer up. They didn't. And they just claimed that it must have been an intruder. intruder. They didn't see anything. They didn't hear anything. Next thing they know... I don't know how the gentleman knew to discover that because there was no sound. They didn't say there was any sound of Robert Wone. Right. Screaming, heard, bloody murder. Didn't a neighbor hear a, a, a something like a, a, mm. a shout? Maybe. And then they were like, it was when, no, it was when the basement creeper found the body. He went, oh, right. Because they described like a like a moaning sort of like yell. Oh, okay. Which the detectives were like, that's the sound of him being murdered. If you're fucking dead asleep and someone sticks a knife in you, you're going to go, oh. So, what's going on here? He's been stabbed three times. There's no blood. Uh, and they had, like, like we said, it's an old minimal building, window. So it's like 
12 to 18 steps and it's a creaky old house so they're like years old yep this assailant apparently not to get too far ahead of it but like had to have broken to the house from the back which they came to discover like okay so he came in don't you lock the door and they're like um i guess we forgot tonight we didn't lock the back sliding door sliding so the guy jumped so the assailant jumps the fence this big fence you know it's a tall wooden fence jumps the fence comes in the back door walks through the kitchen to the front of the house up a set of creaky ass steps there's a bedroom in front of him turns around and then goes back to the front of the house oh fuck you're right and then they walk they said from how the knife they so this person walks the again. The, they've walked walked the length of the house ha- length of the house once up a bunch of stairs. Walked the length of the house again. Walked by one of the Ro- guy's bedrooms. That's not yeah. Robert Wohn. Not Robert Wohn. Walks directly again to the front of the house. And then in Robert Wohn's bedroom, walks around the bed, around his wallet, around his watch, around into the Valuables. front frontiest front of the house, and then stabs him. Three times or something. Three times, they said, and then left the knife in and then walked past his bed again, walked the length of the house, down the stairs, length of the house, back out the back, back over the fence. Yeah, totally improbable. And then on that theory, so this is, we talked about it's a brownstone. It's nice. It's big. It's still Mm -hmm. a small brownstone. Right, right. You are going to, and it's early. It's not like two in the morning, right? It's, right? It was like 10 or 11. Oh, yeah, it's in that weird attended midnight yeah. phase when people are still awake. They've gone since. As, so this is the intruder theory. All right, we're going on the intruder theory. Um, they've the detective doesn't buy that at all. He it doesn't make sense that they all of a sudden wouldn't lock the back door. Exactly what you were saying. It doesn't make sense the way they would walk through the house. Everything you said. He walks by other open doors where he could have. He didn't. Nothing was stolen. Okay, nothing was taken. Uh, And, like, there's, like, spider webs and stuff. It doesn't seem to be that anybody jumping that fence disturbed anything. There's no disturbed dirt or anything like that. Okay. Well, there was a turtle sandbox (laughs) that was smushed in. And I was like, those are always smushed in. As a father and as a, a scumbag who used to play in dirty fucking people's backyards. A, you're right. Top's always smushed in. Always smushed because in. Because it's a shitty sandbox and no one wants to play in the sand, so someone's always jumping on it. Yeah. So, it's jumped on, because kids are cruel. And then B, the height of that fence, that's not going to get, like I said, like we were saying, like, it's like, what's that, play school or whatever, like, any crappy plastic backyard kids thing, it's that. Yeah, you're just going to step through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just deflated, so the amount of jump you're gonna get off of it jump you would get like it's an anti-jump it's gonna suck some jump yes yes it is you're right so the intruder theory is garbage this is the one they went to court with and by the way i'll put something ahead of this everybody should watch this it is fascinating you're gonna totally get things spoiled not that you don't hear right away at the dock that this guy's murdered and what the fuck right so they give it to you up front so obviously um the way these guys acted is totally out of character uh, for anybody that would have a murdered friend in their house. 
And I will say it's worth watching just whenever they reference the the trio and Robert Wohn together, they always show the same picture. I know, the birthday and picture. it's the best picture. It's this very bright-faced Robert Wohn blowing out candles on a cake on his birthday, <laughs> and all three of those creatures are just leering yeah. and, and slinking around him. You couldn't get a... You couldn't get a better nefarious looking picture. And even one guy's holding the cake. Like, oh, yeah. Come on, Robert. Enticingly. Come on. Oh, uh, Victor Zaborski and Dylan Ward. Okay. And then Joe Price. Those are the three guys. And Creature is a good point. So let's let's just get to it. Intruder seems totally doesn't make sense. Yeah. The white robes. I'm going to hit you with this theory. The white robes. The lack of blood. And the freshly showered and the calm nature leads me to think there's this Leopold and Loeb theory. These guys are smarter than the rest. At least Joe sure. Price is. All right. He's yeah, the ringleader. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. And we will we'll get into the sexual liaisons. I think. Well, I guess we have to get into it. So they have yeah. every sex toy under the sun. Right. Which Cops is discover. fine. Rucksacks full of <laughs> everything. Device, and I say devices. It's like Doctor Dreadful. Desad shit. Yeah. Sex lab. Doctor Desad like, Dreadful. Yeah. Doctor Doctor Desad sex. Like when we talk about seven and the dick knife, it's like that mm-hmm. shivering guy. Yeah. Quivering. And if you're into the BDSM, which is that's fine. fine. It's totally fine. But, Consenting adults. Right. That's fine. And you will find out that though Joe Price is married to Zaborski, the other gentleman, Ward, Joe Price is just having sex with both of these guys. Ward's not having sex with Zaborski. Joe Price is having sex with Ward and Zaborski. It's not a three-way. It's a one-to-one, one-to-one, one-to-two-way. Right, that's right. Okay. I forgot that. It wasn't Yeah, this guy runs the fucking show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so all these sexual... Devices I have to think are they'd refer fine. To him as daddy, right? Yes. Uh, all this, and of course, the cops take it in the wrong direction. They're like, you know, mm-hmm. totally off put by it. But the thing about it that they don't focus enough on is the escalating nature of what they're getting into. So all the the oh, devices yeah. and sex stuff is fine as long as you're not hurting yourself or others. But it sounds like Joe Price with these devices, they've gotten to the point where the only Next exciting step might be, be to fucking kill somebody while you're in the midst extracting of extracting liquids right. from them. Because yes. they were like, they got to points where they were like, there were device. That one cop was like, this device is only for taking semen out of someone. Oh, and I was like, okay. And I was like, that seems very specific. Right. And we can probably get to that. <laughs> point it's <laughs> a hell of a so point so they find the the punisher's rucksack full of all of his Shiniest equipment plugs and jewels just yeah. gleamiest the cat of 19 tails i like, mean an expensive collection really it's high end mm-hmm. bdsm like yeah. the the toast like this is behind the counter on the highest these shelf. aren't free rack with a dvd it ain't in a bin next to the dvds no, you no, plebe no. yeah this is custom. These are custom orders. This is you got to unzip orders. your mask to order that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they they when they have they're doing the autopsy of Robert Wone and they're clearly like okay 
These guys got the fucking Sunday morning church wet hair, yeah. terry cloth robes, clammed up. Okay, all right, that's a little sus. Find this, you know, like we said, every sex toy on the planet Earth. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. And that cop's like, needles, extracting devices. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> he was really, he really wanted this to be. I mean, I don't know how else it could happen. So they do the autopsy of Robert Wone, and they're like, okay, we know these guys are gay. They have this love, love, not triangle, but love right angle. Yeah, right. And uh, it's like, well, we got to see if Robert Wone has been sexually abused. And there's no history of Robert Wone being bisexual or gay or anything. He's just married. He didn't ever have a girlfriend. Until he met his wife. Yeah. And then they got married. Mm-hmm. And they say that up front. So I guess you like just to chum the waters to be like, well, he was gay. Right. And he met a lady and it's his beard. And now he goes to the Marquis de Sade's house when Once. he works late Only at work. one time. Other than that one cake time, time. The one time. That's you're really like, strange. Sure, I'll dip my toe in the water. That doesn't make I'll sense. I'll kiss my friend's. No. Man friend, and then he put a fucking sack on your head. So they do the autopsy on him, and they're like, was he sexually assaulted? And they're like, no. no. But they swab his rectum, mm-hmm. and they find semen. So this they're like, is... gotcha, yes. bitch. You're done. You're gotcha, done. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> oh, Imagine being a... This is, the Leop- this is where I'm talking about. This I is know, the perfect this is crime weird. shit. Okay, go ahead. Like, de- you know, those detectives are slamming on their desk. Jameson's all around. <laughs> we got him we got him and then the nerdy scientist comes in with the jaunty glasses <laughs> well actually it's robert wone's own semen in his own butt <laughs> and then you go i need extra jameson we're staying at work <laughs> what the actual fuck oh yeah that's again that's where i'm, I'm telling that's you the, these guys right, the leopold and loeb they're gonna commit the perfect crime they're gonna take you in like that is, if you're oh, smarter than, God. you're like, they're going to think he's having sex with us, right? Like, they're uh-huh. going to think this is sex gone wrong. We're gay, of course. Like, why don't we just, ext- I ex- semen extractor, why don't we put his own semen in his put own one of asshole? those pumps. The dick enlarger pumps. Oh, it's yeah. the early aughts. So, but then, so what's their theory as to why there isn't any blood? I know one theory, one scientist says, the the one blood scientist oh, who's been in, in the, every yeah. trial in the last oh, 30 years. Oh, the crookedest, years. <laughs> like, shysty doctor. I as soon as he his said his name, name, I was like, I think I know him. And then, and I then saw you him, see him, you go, oh, he's always the guy, like, blowing this fool? ketchup on a wall. Yeah, this guy is uh, da- a pay for play. Um, he pioneered the fake science that gets people off if you have enough money that's it he gets people off yeah i'm i'm I'm, i wouldn't i think he was in the oj trial too actually he was he was in the oj trial i think was he also in the the stairway was he in that was he he was in the stairway absolutely that's the one where he's putting like syrup in his mouth and blowing it around like it's all fucking it's a show right if you're a shit lawyer you're gonna get this guy because he puts on a good show because you want that smoking gun nobody wants to hear lab reports of Semen it's sad that trials are now like 70s game shows. Yeah. And it's like, get me fucking Robert Moore. So Center he, Square. What he said, I believe it was him. He said you could be stabbed where he was stabbed and the blood would 
implode instead of explode, so it would he fill said the it was, inner he was cavity. Digesting his own blood, right? Were, were his exact words, which has and never I happened ever. Have taken eighth grade biology, and for you to digest your own blood, you would then have to consume it. Am right. I wrong in that? Well, so if no, I I suppose so he's Hans, saying his you... stomach is doing the work without so, the. Hansi, let's say you fall, get yeah. a contusion on yourself. Mm-hmm. Let's maybe a knife, something. You get stuck. You fall, hit, hit. Yeah. Ah, shit. So when you put a band aid over that injury, are you? Is your body digesting your blood that should have been coming out of you because you put a bandage on? Right. I've never heard of it. That's why you get a guy like that who's gonna lie to all us rubes ago. Oh, I know what digest means. I know what blood means. But it still Except doesn't make sense. it wasn't a trial. Sense. It was just a judge. It's Oh, that's right. Yeah. It still doesn't make sense. Where is the blood? It's just. But then they, the cops, the bumbling of bumblers. See, that's what pisses me off. That's unreal, right? It's because you're like, all right, well, they cleaned up the blood, which, again, is very hard to imagine because it's only been a half hour there in their terry cloths unless they could do some kind of weird thing where they... They actually killed him hours later. The guys go in. Right, the yeah. cops go in with their luminol, lumen or a different mm-hmm. kind of it, spray it all over, and they're like, "You know, you're not supposed to spray this on, like walls, right?" They're like, "What?" They're like, "It actually just eliminates if there's any blood there, like right? Yeah. Weren't they supposed to? They, they, yeah, they they put up it over luminol, everything." Like... And so, if and there was blood, it sanitized doesn't the yes, yeah, doesn't it? They cleaned it all. And that purple shit Thanks, guys. stayed everywhere. They just didn't, like, dilute it right or something. That's right. They fucked up the ratios. Yeah. Used, like, used the wrong chemical. I was like, come on, guys. They put it over. It's like, the guys, the uh, Joe Price, they ended up winning, a, like, a $250,000 suit against them because they ruined all their shit because they couldn't get all the purple stuff off of everything that they put it all over. Just sprayed fucking cotton candy everywhere, oh, you fucking rubes. Because uh, couldn't you just, like, conceivably, the luminol should be able to tell you, I haven't watched plenty of Forensic Files, like, they would, first thing you do, luminol the, the bathtub. Yeah. See if you can find any trace of blood, because that would explain the why they're wearing up. robes. Clean them up, yeah. Why he's clean as a whistle, and there's just a little residual blood pooling on the mattress and then then go from there i, I don't think but even if you i just don't understand even if you've cleaned up this dude's blood he's gonna still be bleeding when the cops get there creating more blood if i know how liquid coming out of a vessel works that last podcast we did with mitch i told you i how i dumb dad in the dark hit my foot yeah right dry foot broke a callus and blood I everywhere. was fucking gushing everywhere. You would have thought I fucking. Yes. Yeah, I found Robert Wone's blood. Really it's on my weird. floor, and that's just because I broke skin on my foot. Do you think they put like a vacuum in him or something, and like just shot back? I don't. Like you got. You did got they me. Do did they talk about like? Was there still blood? And like, did they? They didn't desanguinate him. No, no, I don't think so. They didn't. They didn't. Oh, they said he had. No, they did say a certain amount of blood was missing. However, many pints. So where the fuck is it? Right in the fucking sink. Yeah, in the only exactly. place it can be. The only place it can be 
is one of those dudes killed him. Well, Casey. They had sex, and then the mask turned into a Looney Tune and flew in through the window. Right. Oh, the mask. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So, interestingly a very enough. jaunty transition. This happened in 2006. Robert Wohn was 32 years uh-huh. old. Yeah. What movie do you think Jim Carrey was shooting with Joel Schumacher? Uh oh. In 2006. Fuck you. 30. Uh, fucking 32? 23. 23? He, they were making oh. the film 23. Okay. All right. So anyone who hasn't listened before, Detective H and Detective C mm-hmm. have found the world's most prolific serial killer. And by found, I mean I found a guy online who gave us a theory <laughs> Reddit, yeah. that I think is pretty airtight as to how James Varney Curry Carey <laughs> is a mass murderer. Well, he... Only made one movie in 2006, and that was the movie 23, which 23, is right. roughly based on uh, William Burroughs' fascination with the number 23 and how it popped right, up in his life. And Also, um, the phenomenon of, oh, fuck, what's it called? Where you, where you see, like, if we are talking with 23, if I look at the clock right now. Yes, exactly. You'd you be see like, it oh my god, it's 2023. But you see, what the fuck is it called? I can't think of it. Or Robert Wohn is 32, and 32 backwards is 23. Backwards is Joel Schumacher, not mm-hmm. shy about loving his, his. sexual liaisons. Okay. Mm-hmm. They had actually made a movie together before, Batman Forever, mm-hmm. oh, in shit, which right. Jim Carrey played Nigma. Edward Nigma, Nigma, which is uh, bizarre. Um in Washington, D.C. at that time, mm-hmm. there was a goalie for the Washington Senators. Do you know who, what his name was? It's either going to be Robert or Wohn. <laughs> well, it's actually Jim Carrey. Was it Jim? <laughs> <laughs> Nicknamed Ace or the Mask. Also, a higher up at that time in 2006 for the head of U.S. policy and government for Organon. A Mr. Jim Carrey. So we have three oh, Carries. There's shit. I haven't found evidence that Carrey was in DC at the time. But I did find out that when Jim Carrey, speaking of Kaufman, which kind of brought us to mm-hmm. here and, and being um I guess having license to be shitty to people. Jim Carrey yeah. uh what it was it called? Got into character when he played Andy Kaufman. Oh, he right. method. He did, uh, method. Method. Yeah. So apparently in 23, he decided to go method and only read the 23rd page of books and circle every 23rd oh, word. On, but also, uh, like, at, at 23rd every hour, he like people were disturbed because he would pull out and just start urinating on the set. So apparently he was hard to work with. Okay. Yeah, no shit. Because there's that Netflix documentary about him making that Man on the Moon. Yeah. Boy, oh boy, do I hate Jim Carrey. Yeah, it's not pleasant. Don't kill all your darlings, man. Don't let them kill you. Holy shit. I was like, he's just an asshole. Radio. And he gets to use Andy Kaufman's ghost to be mean to people. I know. He was nasty. And potentially around the Robert Wong case. I don't know where it's where it's going. I will say this, Casey. 
uh, as I see it written before I forget, I read a story. This is maybe some luminol should be brought into here. And you tell me what you think about this. Who's crazier? The woman who remains married to this man? Or obviously the man's crazy. But this woman put a post on like a like a mom's Facebook Mm -hmm. group. And she's like, hey, moms, does anybody else have this trouble with their hubby? My husband, after he poops in the toilet, he insists on washing his butt in the sink. And there's constantly chunks of poop and poop flakes in the sink that he won't. (laughs) We won't get rid of Okay. And she said, this is now becoming an issue now that my two-year-old is able to get into the sink because I caught her eating thinking it was a cookie. Hey, moms, Uh, has this happened? Any of your hubbies like this? Smiley face? No, No, nobody ever, right? Fucking way. (laughs) Also, I got to, I mean, first off, I got to give kudos to my man for being so dexterous, he <laughs> yes, can right. shimmy his big, fat, hairy, pimpled dad ass high enough on a sink to get a hose going on it. I just I put myself in his moccasins, and I was like, "God damn, you got to stack up a lot of books. That's a lot of National Geographics you're standing on." So there could to get be up to that high. I may have read it wrong. There also might be like he just has to poop. Under in running water, so he just poops in general in the sink, just to begin with, because <laughs> he needs he needs the spot. <laughs> you know what? There's a, there's a point in you your leave life that where man, you just, right? You leave things behind. <laughs> there are things the way they used to be, and then there are things the way they are. And I get it if you if you grew up. I don't know how to shitting in a babbling brook. I guess <laughs> I don't know. Just like running water while I take a dump. But then you move away from that farmstead because you got to get a city job. Well, then I got to shit. Just shit in the shower then. It's weird. It's really weird. Take a longer shower and make sure to stomp that poop into the fucking shower drain. Ugh. Yeah, she's... Um, did you guys... Have you guys noticed? Aren't you embarrassed? Like, to put that up... If that's a real thing... To ask? Of course that's not real. Right. No. Of course, that's not anything anyone, anyone else does. And I she said she are... caught him a couple of times. Oh, and he call, promised okay. to stop. She's like, could you just jerk off to your porno in the bathroom, please? And not shit in the sink? Like Honey, no, that's my own semen in my butthole. <laughs> it's a science experiment, honey. Honey, I'm a scientist. Oh, my God. That's insane. But I, you got a, you got kids. I got kids. Kids are dumb, but kids aren't that. Kids know what poop is. <laughs> well, I think this whole family's got. Oh, if he's got, but what if he's got the? He's like, that's why it's got to be in a sink. Like he's the guy when he's like, oh, what do you shit roses? He's like, yes, I do. Rose flavored candies, in fact. <laughs> oh my Little god. Little meringues. So that's yeah, funny. I'm t- I'm having trouble. Like I said, everybody, I was sick, so I'm having trouble like putting two and two together. This Robert Wone thing, though, you guys got to watch it. Come up with your own theory. Before I I lose this case, I got one more thing, and I know you're going to take us into the future. I sent you something, and I cannot take credit for finding this. I wish I could. 
because it's maybe the best video I've seen in so long. It's on this Norwegian television show called Gilna Tilder, and it is a Let It Be music video. Holy <laughs> and it was the fucking gift that keeps on giving. So, folks, set the scene. It's When you see a YouTube video and it says six minutes long, you got to go, ooh. Uh, I don't right, know. You go, is this All a right. jerk practice sketch? I'll go into it. So I came across it because somebody was commenting on that really crass, horrible, like, um, what was it? Did they do Let It Be too? Whatever the Gal Gadot thing is when COVID hit, which was just totally. Oh, right. Yeah. Just it's one of those, like, let's all band together. Couldn't read the through song. temperature in the room, right? Yeah. But they're like, yeah. there was actually a charity video beforehand, which I've also come to find out this wasn't a chari- charity video. There is a Norwegian television show, for whatever reason, you know, what we don't know is celebrities will go out and they'll do the circuit. Oh, sure. They'll do every, they'll do the shows in every other country. This one's Gilna Tilder, whatever. Sure. And, and it's it just a Norwegian up, like, show. You'll see, like, yeah. I've just seen, I think people just discovered it, but it's like, Cindy Crawford did a Pepsi ad in Japan. Exactly. Where this she's kind of like, dressed like a barbarian and like pepsi armor right so people are like what the fuck why not here man and they're like it's just too crazy and there's crazy I mean, money out there for people the to whole do point like lost in translation just like bill murray's that. character yep. is doing that whis- weird whiskey ad in japan because in other markets with money you're a celebrity it's your job they do weird commercials this is not a commercial apparently We'll talk about David Faustino has come out about this video claiming that they told him it was about charity. Turns out it wasn't. They were just like, let's see how many celebrities we can get to stand in front of this green screen and lip sync to the most amazing, horrible version of Let It Be for six minutes. So it starts out, it's this really bad, I'm talking jerk Mm -hmm. practice circa Robert Wohan 2006 green screen of a beach. Oh, good. And so you can almost see the green pixels as they move. Oh, my God, yeah. Comes to, and I will say this guy, the camera will come on to him throughout the video, Jason Alexander, Mm -hmm. George, who is like... Fresh off of. He fucking got into it. He's fucking making prayer hands, and he's singing Let It Be. Starts out Let It Be. And it's like, all right, well, if I'm Jason Alexander... I'm going to be like, yeah, I'll do it. Who else is doing it? Huey Lewis from Huey Lewis and the News. So it starts out with two. Like, I was like, all right, well, those are two. You know, this is like mid to late 90s. Those are two reasonable people that you would have on a celebrity uh, group. And then out of nowhere, next thing you see. Oh, it's first it starts with Roger Moore. Sorry. Doing a really weird oh, right. lip sync oh, yeah, that's- to a vocal version of let it be so then all of a sudden you see jason alexander huey lewis having a great goddamn time all of a sudden ricky lake comes in (laughs) and then the famous alberto tamba 1980s italian freestyle skier (laughs) and then george went okay and then hypnotist paul mckenna and then katarina vitt doing a crazy (laughs) guitar solo And then this is where I was like, this is going to just keep giving. Tanya Harding four more minutes. comes in. She's singing, followed by Glenn Close. And I was like, 
Holy shit. There's no way Glenn Close knew what she was getting <laughs> she herself was into. Be going back to back with Tanya H. Let it be. Let it be. So bad. Let it be. And like they obviously none of these celebrities are singing, but they like when George Went sings Let It Be, it's so crazy. You guys got to watch it. And then it's I'm like, like all the, right, now I'm in a jerk yeah. practice fever dream. Because out comes David Faustino, Bud Bundy, <laughs> yeah, right. just emoting Let It Be, followed by Corbin Burnson, followed by Tubbs, followed by Steve Gutenberg, followed by the woman from Falcon Crest, Judd Nelson. And then there's a pause, and it's these guys from Gilney Tilder. They start. They open up like a a yearbook, and it cuts to pictures that come to life of people that decided not to lip sync. I found out from Pam, like Pam Anderson said, right. like I wasn't going to lip sync, but I sent them like a video of me putting on sunglasses. So you see Pam Anderson, and they're like laughing, like they're these guys are laughing, like they're looking through this thing. Good time, and then, man. Again, jerk practice cuts to Leslie Nielsen pulling out a pint of brandy, taking a drink of brandy, and then going, whoo. I was like, all right, what the fuck is going on? They put that away. Next thing you see, Peter Falk, like his ghost, like just looking off into the distance, not singing, uh, cut to a really long, really long, they gave him extra screen time, Dolph Lundgren, okay? Dolph Lundgren a baby. to Malcolm Jamal Warner to Alphonse Ribeiro <laughs> to Right Said Fred to Judd Nelson to Millie Vanilli, D. Schneider, and then I was like, you to Bud Spencer, famed spaghetti western filmmaker. And then I was like <laughs> I didn't even know that. I was like, I don't know who the fuck this is. Are you fucking with me right now? Because next up is the one and only, only. Freddy Krueger. Friend of the pod, <laughs> Frederick K. Krueger. Freddy Krueger. And again, all these people are like giving it their all. Like, again, you can see Jason Alexander behind his shoulder, like just fucking giving it. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This, I was in tears laughing. And then Casey, the best. I don't know if you remember who's about to come your way. After Freddy Krueger, you get. The kid who played young Forrest Gump. <laughs> what the fuck? As an adult, it's, never acted again. Like, he joined the military. One of these AI bots to yes. be like, okay, there are nearly 300 episodes of jerk practice. AI could scrub through that. No problemo. <laughs> Create me a video. It probably looked just like this. Yeah, oh yeah. It's insane. Except with more chindos. That yes. was the only yep. thing that it would the kid that played Forrest Gump. Not Tom Hanks. Not Chet Hanks. Not Young there, Gump no as Hanks. Young Gump. No, you didn't even get like just play a clip and no. put in memoriam and then have him come up and go, Wink, I'm not even dead. Man, this video, Young everybody, Gump. you gotta watch this thing. It is beautiful. It's got it's the like chick the... from Top Gun. Who we were just talking about two episodes ago. Uh, is that the Emperor has no clothes? Like, I feel like that's the few, like, with all this AI stuff, like, like, it's not intelligent. It just, like, the more you give it, the more it will regurgitate back to you. Oh, uh, all right. Justy sent, yes, Justy sent me something. I think I sent it to you. It's 
beautiful chat GBT and it was and it was somebody put in a command and said, Chat GBT, will you write me a good fart joke? And it comes back like mm-hmm. a snob. It's like actually flatulence has long been deemed unfunny in the Fucking comedy machine, world. That's how I know. And then it's it, like the scene in Terminator the, now. It's like, tell right. me a funny fart joke. And then the thing goes, well, uh, flatulence is like, kill it. It's Terminator. Right. We don't need the dogs. But the next thing, the next, and it's like, so I can't tell you a funny fart joke because there aren't they, and that there aren't any. And then the next command is like, um, chat GBT, will you tell me some slang words for Italians? And it goes, wop, dago. <laughs> <laughs> The programming. <laughs> of course, Jesse. Wow, no fart joke, but I got all. F- she's slinging the term WAP around pretty <laughs> yeah, easily. Real quick, too. And I put it in a nice, clean, concise list. No, I, I had heard a conversation on a podcast, and I was like, oh, that's actually kind of an interesting way to look at it. Of like, because I guess. It's also like, look at the list. Jesus. Like, people, it was Musk and then Steve Wozniak and a bunch of, uh, like, Andrew Yang lent their names to a petition to petition commerce and business and government to put a six month armistice on AI because okay. it's getting away from us. Okay. And I was like, okay. And the conversation was, it's sort of like, I never thought about it this way, but we kind of already get it. Like you, like you were just saying, like, ask this chatbot to write me a fart joke. It can't because a, someone programmed in fart, fart is bad. So it can't do it because it's in its programming. Like that's a naughty word. Naughty words aren't allowed. But if you ask it, a roundabout way, it'll start spouting off racial slurs. Well, that's the thing, Casey. It apparently it can obviously it can mine all the data that's out there, and what exists on the website. People being fucking snobs about comedy is like that's just a dumb fart joke, you know. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna watch the mass dumb fart joke, so it's mining that. It's like eh, most people think fart jokes are dumb, so I'm gonna come that. And then the 99 percent of the internet is just race like racial slurs sure of course right so like they've discovered like all these other ai bots like it it's they've done like the time like within 12 minutes or something it starts glorifying hitler because that's the information it has to mind going well and that's part of what they were saying it was like it is how the advance in um special effects and stuff like uncanny valley the idea of uncanny valley can also be applied to this ai oh right because sure. even though like you'll detect not it. even visual art but like they're talking about like text because they're like especially in schools it's like having an ai write your paper any teacher that knows about the sub- subject they're teaching and knows the student will look at it and go that just looks and sounds like it's not you hans Freywald, right, because i know how you write I know your voice. Yeah. You wouldn't all of a sudden one day go, well, here we are. You wouldn't have like proper English. You would have spelling errors or Mm -hmm. you get ahead of your, you know, just that human error. So when it's applied to that, it's like, oh, okay. Uncanny Valley. But then there's also that augmented error, right? Like, so if you Mm -hmm. don't proofread what you're handing in, say you're writing something about Caesar, 
out of nowhere, all of a sudden, randomly, four paragraphs in, there's two sentences about tangent. the McDonald's Caesar salad Caesar, release yeah, right. in 2002. Yeah. You know, because like it happened to be, be spelled the same. In, yes. And it didn't have that little trademark thing yeah. in the info it was pulling from. So now you can, and it seems like more work, and that's all kids are doing, is if you're doing it smart and you don't want to get busted for cheating... Which I don't know, I guess, how can you say, you're like, oh, well, because you have somebody else doing it. They'll take it, they'll have them write the paper, and then you'll fine-tooth comb it, right, and make it your voice. Sure. That's classic sitcom trope. Yeah. Smart kid write your paper, then you gotta dumb it up. Yep, that's it. So it sounds like you. But at least that means you're touching it, at least that means you read it, hopefully that means you're gonna absorb, that's interesting, even in your I, cement head. Mm -hmm. I saw a professor talking you're about going how to this can be a good thing. have read the information. Even though you didn't write it, like in a weird sort of educational jujitsu, this person now knows more about the subject they should have written the paper on. Right. Because they read their whole five page paper that they were supposed to hand in. What's the difference? It, it, they're doing this now or 20 years yeah. ago when I just skimmed the back of the VHS mm -hmm. of 1984 of yeah. and, and fleshed it out. Sure. You know? It's or you just, skim it's all the back. Cheating. You re read the first five pages of Clockwork Orange? Yep. The last the five last pages five of pages. Clockwork oh, Orange? Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, oh, Absolutely. It. Well, Fuck. it's like that AI, especially for comics, like, because we live in the, like, because that's part of what you get paid to do is, like, that content-crazed audience. Like, I think people are getting hip to just, like, oh, this is just an article about a thing which is another article like the AI for like comics. It's just people see it and you're like, that's dumb. Skip, skip. It's like they're using like mid, you know, all these AI art generators to be like, make me a motorcycle, but Iron Man. Oh, so you'll yeah, get right. like five pictures of like, okay, here's a race car. That's Hulk. Here's a race car. Yeah. That's Iron Man. Here's a race car. They all look the same. Mm -hmm. Like, 10 years ago it'd be like oh cool nice aesthetic cool someone made that like you took the time to mm -hmm. design a race car that has like iron man armor integrated but now people are like yeah no you didn't draw that i know that you didn't do that right you just you're a word engineer or whatever they call them like call themselves to be these like ai artists and people see it and go eh. yeah there's yeah because there's no what's the word Talent is a word, but what's um, process is a part of it's art, too, right? There's so much more to it's it. It's too glossy. It's like, and I always go back to it, and it's like one of those epiphany moments where I was like, oh, now I get art. Instead of reading about art in a book, mm -hmm. like you learn, like seeing a Jackson Pollock in person, I went, oh, shit, I get it now. Instead of being a hillbilly kid from South Dakota who looks at art in a book, right. you see a Jackson Pollock that's the size of a postcard. It's a reprint of a photograph. And you're right. just like, uh, just a bunch of splashes. You know, you sound like someone's dumb dad. It's like, I could do that. Yeah, My yeah. kid does that better. <laughs> kid does that better. <laughs> but you have to see it in person and you realize that it is so much larger than you. And you see it, and you see the brushwork, and you see the purpose, and you see the movement and the depth. Like, that, that to me is, like, where that AI st stuff will fail, because people want to see the human hand. They want to see, yeah. like, the purpose. It was like, oh, I know Hans painted that. There's, um... 
So because he, I see his intention in it, and I'm standing in this space. You can follow. Uh, it's really Instagram is garbage for ninety nine point nine nine percent of things. But Rudy, who's an mm-hmm. artist, she oh put, yeah, she'll yeah. do those monochromatic paintings, mm-hmm. but she'll show you the process of it. So that's, there's that's there's phenomenal. a dumb dad who can be like as a black square but it's not it's all textured and then you see like each tiny little piece that goes it's it's incredible and it's the process to me the process is just as much knowing what's going into it and then she's talked about like trying like finding the blackest black spinal tap style Mm -hmm. like she found like a black from like japan that's illegal that is (laughs) <laughs> that's as like for real that's like it's what, so black that weird there's a black out there have you seen that where Mm-mm. somebody's holding like a black plate that they painted with this black and it's so absent of light it literally looks like they're holding like the looney tunes hole because that's how dark this black is um speaking so it is the acme yes it is no 100 percent it is hey well you would drive a car and it's it. wild it's wild how i don't know why it is and based on what she says i think it's a probably a it's dangerous chemical black. thing she probably right, should sure. have a mask on <laughs> yes, right. it's, it's... <laughs> um uh, i don't know you you mentioned musk and there's somehow i was gonna wrap that in but did you know that went into effect april 1st in new york and i know you're gonna have opinions on this if you're caught driving a tesla or insert like the two other brands sure. that are made yeah. your car will be impounded within the five boroughs because of the ion Batteries? battery explosions oh that are God, happening. Yeah. So you're not allowed to have a Tesla. You're not allowed in to get New York in City? New York City. In New and York fucking anybody City. Anybody here, you see them everywhere. Oh, yeah, no shit. In Charleston. In, in Columbus. I think in any scene. In Charleston, you saw them everywhere. But that in shit's not getting banned in Charleston. Big city. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no shit. Uh, and it's not getting banned in Columbus because one of the biggest charging stations is the fucking mall. Right. So they're like, no, we need more electric cars so we can get more people to the mall. How that's crazy though, right? It's it's it is crazy because those fires, like I've seen videos, like firefighters can't put them. They out. can't put them out. Yeah, I've seen that, and they're happen. They'll explode on like a bridge, right? And then it's like it's like the the fucking blood from the xenomorph and alien. Like once it starts on fire and starts to melt, it just keeps melting and burning. So it's like if it explodes on a bridge, you're like, get the gonna fuck melt. off the bridge because the bridge is going to – there's going to be a hole in the bridge. Right. It's wild, right? I mean that makes sense for New York. Like if they're that unsafe. Right. If they're just going to explode and, and sure. affect and everybody York, around Sure. There's a you. lot of car accidents and that's part of the problem is – Oh, yeah. That's what happens. You get hit. Yeah. Uh, like a big accident. Not like nope. a – shit, I was hit by a fucking uh, MTA bus. And it was like, no, it was a fender bender, and then my the car exploded and burned for 14 hours. <laughs> That's the thing they say, like those giant ion batteries. And then I guess it happens all the time with the e-bikes you see around here. These poor oh, guys, shit. they'll just, yeah, of course. just start on fire underneath their crotch, you Run know. The river. But that's a small battery, you know, in the car. It's uh-huh. 100 times that size. Uh, what did they call it? Like a liquid breakdown or something? Basically, just the tiniest little hit can make that battery like miss its like connection point and it'll go around that connection and that's all it takes for it to just overload and just start leaking i mean take the weird perspective step back if you've ever ordered anything electronic 
from Amazon. The stickers are cover the box. Like, this is fucking dangerous. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the fact that you can't throw certain things just in the garbage like a rube because you don't want fucking batteries in a dump under pressure and heat, and then it just turns into, like, a slag bomb. Right. So, of course, why would it be any different for a battery that's 500 times the size? Right, right, right. That's so stupid, right? Like, I can't right? throw my iPad in the trash, but I can drive around with a giant iPad. Musk has got a... It's... No, it's 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 interesting. And they're starting to do a pivot toward liquid hydrogen. For cars? Yeah. So what about steam? Or is that steam? Bring me some no, steam. I'm, some I'm coal. Let's just bring... Like, just wood. Throw wood in there. There you go. Just... Put a bunch of just a those bunch of pellets like those grills. <laughs> the briquette. All right. Well, speaking of solving the problems of yesterday, today. Okay. We can we can hop in the old JP time machine and look back at predictions. And the, what I found as I did this, I I I was more it comforted comforted me more about today. Because it was like, oh, fuck, nothing changed. Nothing's changed. It's just the delivery mechanism is different, but it's the same. Okay. Yeah, it's all the same. So this is something you sent me at that NPR, which is the best. Because I was like, NPR posted an article about some guy's tweets that I then went back through and just looked at the headlines this guy posted. He didn't write it. He just collected headlines. So these right. are the collected headlines. These are predictions of what... The year twenty twenty three would look like, as predicted by someone from nineteen twenty. Jazz baby, jazz. Our jazz age. Year after the flappers. Modern era, nineteen twenty two. The first year. Harding. This is Harding's America. Yes. Maybe. Nineteen twenty three would have been. Yeah, cool. That'd be Coolidge. Coolidge. Well, well right, Coolidge so. took over for Harding, so it's either Harding or Coolidge. All right, so here we go. These are a couple of the headlines, and these are predictions, and then we can say yay, nay, if they were true. And some of them are, you can make an argument. All right, so the first one. Dr. Charles P. Steinmetz, the electrical ex- an electrical expert, believes that the time is coming when there will be a no longer the, no longer be drudgery that people will need to toil more than four hours a day. Four-hour work large, week. Yeah, four-hour work week. Owning four largely, hour work because as I mentioned earlier, he's an electronical expert, electricity. Mm. He visualizes an amazing transformation in life in the year 2023. Every city will be a spotless town, and that will be the work of electricity. Yay so or nay? This doc, I say yay, but in more dystopian terms. I think more more people have a four hour work week, but they have fucking three jobs. Yeah. So you're working twelve hours. I'm looking at one of them. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. And it's it is because of electricity. Think about like all app based shit. Oh, sorry. Um It's okay. Like Uber. Right. You could attribute that to electricity. You're driving around in a Tesla electricity. It's interesting. Uh and it has to do with it's electricity, but also in I forget who it is. I, I think I sent this to you too, or I was uh, it was a futurist, but he was like 
from 1940, and he was predicting basically the remote uh, aspect of work. He's like, nobody, gotcha. nobody will have to exist in city hubs anymore because you will be able to mm-hmm. connect with everything well, you need to I mean, do from anywhere you want now. to be. It's pretty true. Yeah. Oh like my these god. Large, yeah. Like Austin's, Nashville's, these towns that were vibrant towns, they were still metropolises in their own right but now you know like asheville north carolina like cities that were just like groovy cities are now like hub cities yeah i think uh when you talk like that idea of of only working when i read that four hours i went that's true and i went yeah but then you work you either have two jobs yep or you have an online job, you work four hours, and then you go work at a Starbucks closing shift, or no. like I do, you go work at a bar. And I was like, yeah, those shifts tend to be around four to six hours. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, what a monkey paw wish. No, I, like, I'm with you. I get you. to eat fruit off the vine and then go work for four hours. It's like, oh, God. I have, I'm exactly. Give me a hot 10. Give me a steady. That's what I'm, I'm I almost feel like that to too. I have to work for eight to 10 hours knowing that I would have it. <sighs> Who would have thought we'd be begging for a factory job? It's crazy. In You're absolutely right. Because in 1923. It's so exploitative. Yeah. This guy's like, I, I can't, I got to get out of a factory. Yep. I'm an electronics expert. This is the worst. And now his great, great grandkids are like, Please, Jesus, let me in this fucking factory. I'll work for half the price. And that's the other thing, Case, about this, uh, let's call it the electronic work week, whatever, of the remote work week, is you got to be connected at all times if you're going to make it, essentially make it uh, valuable or livable, right? Like, so I work for this company. If I'm not careful and I miss like, hey, we got three other projects for you, mm-hmm. like, oh, cool. I If I missed that, then I missed out on, you know, like basically a, a sure. work day, right? That sliding four hours. Uh, like and that means you have to stay connected that. to fucking a job you don't like. It's, it's no. yeah. Like, it's not Definitely a solid, monkey's paw, like, yeah. you show up for noon to four or four to eight. Mm-hmm. Or eight to noon, you know, like there, it's not there. Like you, so you're, you're literally the entirety of your day is taking up you trying like a carnival game to hit that four hours. And once you ping it, you're start, you start. Right. So I was like, fuck, he was right, but it's not like fun. Yeah. For the most part. Absolutely. Sitting in your Uber. For four hours, I've like, done it. I've done it. I've sat in my when I was driving to Lyft. four. The only time you can make actual money. Yep. Oh yeah. But you're cleaning up fucking vomit and piss, and you never know you could, someone could boost your car because you're driving from midnight to four. And as you're waiting to pick the next person up, you're writing for another company Com- right, from exactly. your fucking <laughs> driver's seat using your hotspot. Yeah, yeah. But I don't have to be anywhere. Hey man, I'm free, right? I was like, so... give me a fact. Chain me to this machine <laughs> and then unchain me in, in ten hours. I gladly, please. Oh God. Yeah. Who would have thought we'd beg for the lash so bad? Alright, so that one I would just start I was like, okay, this is gonna be fertile ground because I read that one. Holy shit, he was right, but not in a nice way. Alright, this one comes from the Savannah News. It is now predicted by the year twenty twenty three. 
only a mere little stretch of century ahead, women will probably be shaving their heads, and that men will be wearing curls. Also, the maidens may pronounce it in heightened style and personal priming to... uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Also, the maidens may pronounce it to be the height of style and personal priming to blacken their teeth. (laughs) Oh, the old black teeth. So this one, I was like, eh, yeah, they were... Shaved heads, no one cares. Curly, no, I love no. the, the this comes up a bunch. I left some of them out because they're just like one-off things, but men with big curly hair. That's the must gender have bending. Been. I was just going to say, it's like where we live now with like, you know, no drag shows. Like think of a drag wig. That shit's fucking just. towering and curly. I see. And it's a man. So this Horrible. is 1923. 23. I mean, in 18, uh, I, I, we're slightly past it in 1823. You're pretty close 70s? to those long white curly wigs. So does I that know, have something right? like, to do with it? Just like they still Foppish. feeling the oppression of the parliament of the I, old king and queen. I actually listened to a, a history of the terminology fop because mm-hmm. it's not just a word. Just like anything, sure. we don't just yeah. use a word. There's a history right, of people that define themselves as fops, and it had to do okay. with the wig and, and the clothes and everything, but it's it's so much more. It was like, I define myself as a fop because it's almost like a like a, a class of being kind of thing. Like, I'm a fop because uh, I'm an intellectual and da-da-da-da-da, so I'm oh, sure. wearing it as a badge of honor, but then you got the old fucking Jackson Pollock... <laughs> breakers right <laughs> hey, he's a fop. <laughs> i guess but that it, it, you can see that through history it's like you and i have been reading a lot of that uh, roman history mm-hmm. through books and podcasts and it's like that late roman period when rome was starting to fall all the young kids which just like young kids in the today and in the 60s and 70s they started to dress like the invaders they would dress like right. the oh, germanic tribes yep. mm-hmm. they would have the long hair big beards and they would dress in the style of these outlaws that are literally coming every few years to like burn your mom's house down it's but like, like kids in the midwest dressing like jay-z cool. no exact right exactly but dressing like nwa dressing in leather and studs and mohawks right that, you know, and uh, uh, which is even a callback to those old like Vandal tribes and Germanic Viking tribes. It's like all oh, the Mohawk, the goatee. I listened to uh, so I, I I going back. I was sick last night, but I made the mistake of keeping an earbud in as I was having like fever dreams. So I listened yeah. to like from the start of the Roman Empire through the fall to the Byzantine Empire. To the Holy Roman Empire. So it's just this dearth Ooh. of information just entering my mind. It's just like, <laughs> so, it really felt like, because I was like, oh, I so should have put that prediction in here. Yeah. In the year 2023, you can sleep and have information pumped into your brain. But it's my like, favorite. No, that's not okay. And, and uh, I, uh, we've, you and I have been talking about it all week. There's a podcast called The Rest is History. It's one of the best history yeah. podcasts out there. Oh, easily. I think hands down. It's phenomenal. If you're jonesing for hardcore histories, this will fill the gap for you. And it's, it's and these guys are fun, potable. but it's no joke. You, you, these guys know their shit. 
but they 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 don't shy away from some of the things you forget to think about and my favorite one of my favorite things i've heard recently was julius caesar who was i think i think he was the 6th emperor or something did he come after nero or 6 or 7 no he was the first emperor to start the empire uh, emperors again the emperors again so you start with yes. augustus they and had emperors to... and then you had the republic era where all they did was the idea of having yes. a ruler. Yes, okay, yes. He's the one who brought was, that in. Was, nah, right. I spit on that. Like, That's right. Kill him. Kill them before they become a ruler. He was the one to bring it back to So what was the break? Rulers. So then is the break between those rulers when it went like Caligula, Claudius, Nero? Is it is was Nero the it's last? After. And then Nero, then there was that space of the Republic, and then there was Caesar? Or am I no, missing a I few people after him? I believe they're Nero? after him. Oh, okay. Um, I think. Well, Caesar comes into power, well, and he is. he shows he what's interesting about him. All these guys were incredibly. Uh, this period is just an insane, violent period. It's wild, but Caesar is interesting because he they called it clementia. Well, you know what mm-hmm. it is. It's clemency, right? So he all had these best generals like Pompey and Cato oh, and yeah. all these people. Mm-hmm. That he would best, he'd say, no, 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 I, you know, any other ruler would have had them beheaded and tortured. He's like, no, no, you were a valiant adversary. I'm showing you Clementia. But to these guys, it was like worse than death because it's this guy lording over them. Now they're like a subject of him. So these, um, anyway, so that would end up coming back to bite him because Caesar's like, I'm a good dude. Like I'm showing these other, these other guys, clemency, you know, like it's cool. You're with me. I'm with you. Nobody, nobody hates me. And what it was like the, the push over the edge is apparently Caesar before he showed up to the Senate with the highest healed, just under the knees, patent red leather fucking boots and everybody's like this guy's gone too far man he's just he's taken a step too far he thinks he's hot shit let's fucking get rid of him no it's true they said that was the reason because he didn't like you were just saying he didn't want to repeat the mistakes of the past rome was having all these civil wars where they just wiped out because basically all the people before him killed any talented senators yeah right so the senate that caesar was working with tended to be which i started laughing because it's like oh so it's like the american senate it's just these sort of people who lick boots wax and wane with the tide they just have the job because they know somebody and they're there to make money they're not like these austere orators and i stand for something because politicians all of those guys got murdered. Anytime there was a fight, it was like, oh, he's going to defend the people? Kill him. Yeah, out. Or you're going to defend the... Kill him. So he just had a bunch of stooges. So it was like... So Caesar trying to repopulate the Senate with talented people and offering clemency because it was like, we need a dialogue again. Mm-hmm. This is all the guys who fucking stabbed him in the back. Yeah, yeah. He's so dudes. <laughs> When Augustus takes over, he's just like, I kill you, I kill you, I kill you, I kill you, I kill you. definitely was like... What are you, Caesar's kid? I kill you. Oh, yeah, that was the thing. Like, with Nero, uh, uh, people don't care. I just love that. 
shoes recommend that podcast but it like just throws you right into game of thrones or whatever because claudius had a son his name was britannicus okay but then there was also nero who was like his adopted son and nero was like 16 and britannicus was 13 and claudius was like well, I got. I'm not. I got to make sure. You know, my legacy. You know, I want to make sure the bloodline of Augustus, the original um, ruler, right? The original ruler Augustus had like the blood of kings. Um, oh, both right. Nero and my son have that running through their veins. But Nero's a little older, so he's like, "You're gonna or Augustus Romulus, right? Those two. It was like because it together. was two brothers that founded Rome that yes. were raised by a wolf, yeah. and it was Romulus because it's called Rome. Because yeah. then. He kills his brother. Yeah. Obviously. Um, but basically, he's got the conversation. He's like, Nero, you're going to take over when I'm no longer here. Britannicus, you know, you just help him out. But all he, Britannicus, all he should have heard is, oh, you just signed my fucking death warrant. Because Nero doesn't want a fucking bloodline that's going to challenge him, right? And sure enough, Nero fucking had his ass poisoned. You're right. Like, we were texting back and forth, and it was like, if any, here's the thing anybody out there want to write any high fantasy, any high sci fi, you want to create something, just crack an excessive. It's all there for you. Oh my God. So, like you just said, the thing with Nero, it's just like Charlemagne, Charles the Great, Charles de Grossa, the holy, first holy Roman emperor. Yep. Fucking unites France, Germany, like Europe. Basically, he's the who's Napoleon and Hitler were obsessed with is like a very virtuous man. It said he couldn't read, but he he loved letters and tried every day. So there are stories of him in in school with his sons, like getting mad at the book because he's like this austere (laughs) giant. Like he's like seven foot tall, bearded. Oh, yeah. Right. Greatest king of kings. And he's like. Letters! He takes a big sword and chops the desk. But he was the same. Like, he had four sons. He had this giant empire. He's dying. And he was like, you know what I would, lo- would love is each of my sons. You get this. Uh, oh, sliced it, it like up. a loaf yeah. of bread. Everyone gets a piece. I'm Charles the Great Charlemagne. I'll be remembered for all time. Dies. And then they're like, I fucking hate my and they just fucking That's killed crazy. each other to try just like because he was like, I don't want them to kill each other for one big piece or everyone gets a piece. And then they're like, no, we want the big piece. fucker." That's the same same thing that happens with you have like the two triumvirates, right? Triumvirates, triumvirates. The one mm-hmm. first one, Caesar, Pompey and I forget the third dude, but basically fucking, like we're in yeah. it together, dudes. And instantly the rich like, guy. I know. Yeah. Um. Uh, no, Seneca's the historian. I can't think of his name. But, but then after he was the richest Caesar's man killed, in Rome, Mark Antony, and they create another triumvirate. Yeah. And again, it does not go well because sure. these people are just, they're fucking, they're just, re- they're live young, die young, baby. It's like, um, you gotta. I just listened to, this is earlier, but um, the battle at, Thermopylae, Thermopylae's, Thermopylae, the 300, mm-hmm. the Spartans. Yeah. 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 They're yeah. stopping Xerxes and the Persians, right? Who, yeah. The, the historians at the time, or the historian at the time, I forget who was, maybe Herodotus, I don't know, 
said he had 1.7 million people, but a reasonable estimate now is that Xerxes was coming to uh, to Athens with 300,000 people in one fucking caravan by fucking land and by sea, right? And you just think about that. Like, you can't fucking write that shit. He's got to fucking feed all these people and sure yeah and he's got these people called the immortals have you heard of the immortals oh, yeah oh yeah holy shit it's fucking amazing he's got his a thousand bo- immortals bodyguard his personal bodyguards he's got a thousand immortals with the golden apple on the end of their spear and then five thousand immortals with the silver apple on the end of their spear as soon as a goldy apple gets killed a silver apple goes to replace and hence the immortal so they're constantly being replaced but just fucking Xerxes with all his fucking rings and jewels shows up. And apparently Leonidas, he's gotten quite a good break in history. Oh, yeah. History. Apparently he was very... quite a dope. Ger- <laughs> Gerald Butler is a very, uh, like a very lovely gift to the yeah. idea of Leonidas. Yeah. Oh, did... is he a bearded hunk? Yeah. Talks no. good, fights good. Hell yeah. But I love so the lore of this is amazing. But so they're gonna stop the gates. They're they're at these oh, the gates, hot gates yeah. the hot gates. Yeah, they're they're gonna these three hundred men, and and they do it is valiant, especially because they're crazy. And Xerxes, he's not gonna sacrifice his immortals. He's got three hundred thousand people. He's just gonna overwhelm them with numbers. So he's like, uh, you. You guys from Thebes, you go get him. They're like, why? Oh, us? right, because he's going to send he's all the like, traitor Greeks yeah, first. Right. Because what he did is there was actually a roundabout from the hot gate mm-hmm. the whole time, and basically Lionel is like, man, I hope he doesn't discover there's just a way the, to go around. We left the back door unlocked. Literally did, and all it took was, like I said, Xerxes has three hundred thousand people that he has to feed. So what are they doing? They're not bringing supplies with them. They're Scrounded. living off the land. So they're fucking robbing all these farmers and taking all their supplies and everything. And one farmer is just like, fuck this. Like, the longer they stay here, the more they're going to pillage my land. So he's like, hey, just you can just go around. Just go around. My shit. Just go <laughs> that, that's it. And you just fucking. And get the fuck out of yeah, here. So I don't know where I'm going with that. And so, it's so good. But that's it, like, yeah, you cherry pick that bit of history and judge it up. And it was like, eh, it was just kind of a. Asshole Spartan guy. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah who gets the Hollywood treatment. He like, got the yeah, Hollywood he's, treatment because he's writing for his the country. It wasn't but Persia. he did it because he hates Athens. And then it turns out, actually, at the Athenian Navy is the one to turn the Persian tide back. The small, the, it starts with an S, that battle. Because they they tr- there won. was a, a storm that fucked up the Xerxes fleet. that fucking fleet. And then, because uh, the guy ended up, he was an Athenian guy, he was a general, ended up working for xerxes in the end anyways lures the fleet in and they fucking crush them because their ships are the special rowing ships that can that's it yeah uh so they just obliterate them in this bay in a surprise attack and they're like this is do you know why the spartans only sent 300 people to the hot gates no same reason they weren't brave enough same reason people are calling out of work in 2022 <laughs> the olympics were going on and they felt that they Can't would miss march madness they would offend the gods so they they made a uh oh wow a rule That's a pact phenomenal. that they could not fight during the olympics and so they're like all right let's break the rule just send 300 guys that already have kids because they're gonna die 
And so at least oh, they'll have lineage. People raise their kids. But they're like, we the got kids two more see the weeks Olympics. of Olympics. We got two more weeks, Holy and then we'll shit. get there. The more things change, the more they say the same. Right? It's like fucking Super Bowl when they're like, should we make the money after the Super Bowl holiday? Why? Because everyone's hungover and no one wants to come to work anyways. <laughs> it's the same fucking thing. It is. I totally got you off track. So we're 1923. Oh, no. I, 2023. Uh, like you said, history is not a circle. It just rhymes. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so God. this prediction, this one's for Dave because it's got smacks of Polioska here. It's from the Minneapolis Journal. Okay. Glenn Curtis, an airplane authority, predicts by the year 2023, gasoline as a mode of power will have been replaced by the radio. <laughs> and that the skies will be filled with a myriad of craft sailing over well-defined routes. I just love that one because it's like Mimi ride radio. So radio is in sky. I would love to see the. I wouldn't be able to break down, but there's notes. Like, does he think like they're he's you're gonna ride like a rainbow, like the Care Bears? Like, how are you gonna run I on think, radio waves? I, I mean, as I've read these articles, they like to preface. They like to say name and then. Said person is expert of something. Right. So they're like, hey, you, Glenn Curtis. And he's like, uh-huh. What do you think about 2023? Well, um, I think that we're going to fly on the radio <laughs> in the air. And they're like, okay, why? Just got a radio. Just can't stop thinking about the radio. This is I got a- radio on the brain. Man, I got a good set. Hans, when you put it to print, just put he's an airplane authority. (laughs) (laughs) So this, again, history, I was like, this is just like the internet. They just ask people dumb shit and people, because we are busy living our lives, we say dumb shit when we're confronted with what do you think the future will be like? Yeah, instead of saying nothing. This is framed... To it's like you know like Jay Leno thing man on the street like that is disingenuous like yeah of course people people are dumb in, in a broad sense like we all are like you right. can't but it's like now we're getting you're singling out this guy from Minneapolis probably lives in St Paul's got to fucking walk across the river works at the to work at grain belt fucking factory. grain belt exactly shoveling hops into a fucking hot vat all day long all he's got to look forward to is to head on home listen head to on the home and listen radio. to that goddamn re- I love me some Amos and Andy exactly, <laughs> exactly. what's little orphan Annie up to what's Gracie Gosh. and Burns doing put my feet up next to that heater. At, look look good in front of the family. No, you got to adjust the radio tubes here. Guys, and, guys. guys was on. this on? Put your hand on it. Make sure the radio wasn't on while you were gone. Too hot. Is this hot? <laughs> Is this hot? You don't want to burn these tubes. We're going to have to fly to St. Louis later. I will say I could I could I could get rid of I could get rid of all the 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 visual media. I could get all the I could get rid of the TV if you give me a big radio. Sit next to a radio. Okay, I do yeah. it all the time. But like Meg's like, I'm gonna go to that. bed. And I'm like, should I watch an episode? And I was like, no, I'm just gonna sit in the dark and, and listen, listen to, to a podcast. Well, podcast. If, I'll take a big radio as long as I get modern day podcasts. Yeah, big ra- podcast on the radio. Oh, bringing it back, Hansi. Oh, ri- I mean, podcast did has quite. I didn't see. I don't think anybody in 20, 1923 saw no, that one. No, they didn't predict. 
they like, wait, the radio? You guys still listen to the radio? Why is it No, back? no, no. It's little radios. From people that aren't radio. professionals. Wait, professionals can do things in a, something they're not professional at? I'm an airplane authority. <laughs> and I just said we're going to fly into the radio. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Next one. Uh, this one is great. Um, okay. So now we're getting into paper unknown. So that's what I put when they didn't list the paper. So this one is paper unknown. Beauty contests will be unnecessary as there will be so many beautiful people that it will be almost impossible to select a winner. <laughs> and then postscript, the same with baby contests. <laughs> and that's the part that got me. I was like, fuck, that's a bygone era of just like. Little Look baby at my Mark. Fucking baby. Because we have Instagram now. Put your yep. baby on here. Get oh, your yeah, cute baby. People make pages for their kids. My kid watches YouTube videos of little girls singing Disney songs in Disney. Mm hmm. Yeah. And then dumb dad's like, I'd like to thank Disney for letting us. It was like, you are <laughs> fucking monetizing the shit out of this. Oh. I'd sure like to thank Disney for allowing us <laughs> to be down here. <laughs> the fuck is oh God! Like, I think they missed the mark on the beautiful people aspect. Anyway. Uh, I mean, I we got our filters. There's a lot of plastic surgery it's flying true. around fast, you know. But no, we got, I think we got fuglier. Oh, I, I I think so. Or maybe we placed a premium. We haven't gotten any uglier. We just see more photos of selective people yeah there's definitely a premium on a on a a certain oh my god i saw a video of there's a new thing where people basically just put on like a prosthetic prosthetic hips so they can have a big butt and like you know women wear big old buns but they showed a woman with it without the clothes on so it matches like her skin tone and she's got like a it's a very uncanny valley because she's got a hole where she's going to go take her dump in the sink, you know, like, <laughs> like so that exists. So it's practical. It. Yeah. Of course they had to. Got not gonna, like... poop holes. Wow. So you wear it like a, like shorts. You wear Butt it like shorts. breeches and hockey. Oh my God. But it like, God. It, it like, um, what's the word for it? It like kind of putty. So you blend it into your body like at the edges yeah oh my god gotta get those big here's that's the again like you said uncanny valley and it's like all right i meet we're out drinking i meet yeah we go home and we're like all right it's getting hot and heavy i think i think it's gonna happen (laughs) and then you palette knife your (laughs) pants off of you It's like the scene in Nothing But Trouble when Dan Aykroyd removes his face. I was thinking that with like the putty on the nose and everything. Yeah. That's see, that's too much. Like I'd rather meet you with your own actual ass and not have to worry about it. Because that's like excuse me, I'm gonna be in the bathroom for a second, and you're like, what the fuck is going on in here? (laughs) She's taking a while. Is she taking is she taking a shit? Just comes out. Which is fine comes out skinny as a rail oh but still but you know it it's like if you ever put on a face mask or like you, like there's still gonna be shit hanging off oh yeah stuck in leg hair yeah see no come on just 
Be you. Be you. Be you. Be you. Be you. Beauty contest or not can't. Well, I mean, beauty contests were canceled, but for different reasons. So that that one in me. Uh, no, not so. Oh, this one's just sad. Paper unknown. Average life of a man could be increased to 100 years. In individual cases, it could be increased to 150, perhaps 200. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Ooh, shit. Cholesterol. We're losing, <laughs> we're losing years by the fucking day. I think our generation's the first to go down. generation to go down, right? Because of COVID or whatever. They said because of COVID, but generally right. just yeah. to go down because we're all sitting for four hours in a in a we're cave. Working. Stra- the, all the stress from my three, four hour jobs. Yep. Yep. Just put me in a get factory. In factory. Get, get me a machine. Oh, man. And as long as I get that podcast in the ear, I'm happy as a fucking clam. If your eardrums are a thousand years old already. <laughs> Just put, turn. Can you turn that radio up? It's my uh, Julius Caesar podcast. Can you put that over the speakers? <laughs> oh, this. Here we go. Another one. Paper unknown. Utensils and dwellings will be manufactured largely from pulps and cements. So as to utilize the vegetation and stone of everyday decay. Pulps? Like utensils pulps. will be pulps? Like a fork yeah. made of pulp? So we got that now. Agave straws. Oh, yeah. Everything's yeah, that's com- I... compostable. That one, I, I was like, that one pretty much nailed it. Cement spoons? Other than houses are built with fucking asbestos and fucking poison bricks, but uh, utensils are fine. There was, oh man, what did I see? There's actually, this was really interesting. I saw this on some show Meg was watching. It was like a home improvement show, but this guy was actually looking for, it's like a show that's like Shark Tank, but for people Mm -hmm. selling real estate or real estate adjacent things. And this guy was fascinating. They were out in New Mexico and what he created, he's an engineer. Mm -hmm. They have this amazing red clay. Okay. Yeah. But what he invented that anybody could have. As a, not construction workers, not the right, uh, as somebody who builds houses, um, does projects, you could quote somebody and say like, no, 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 we make all the bricks ourselves. So he engineered a machine where you put this red clay in and mm-hmm. through pressure and heat, you make your own bricks. So it's a brick making oh, machine shit. that you wow. can use your own, just like you said, resources around you so you can build your house. You don't have to get the supplies in. You use what's around you to to pressurize and make these bricks. That's fascinating. That's cool. Why not? Like, yeah, fucking. It's better than these, like, Ash will show me because she's like, like Meg, she likes that stuff. And it's like, I feel so bad because there's that whole now generation of people that all bought houses during COVID. Mm -hmm. And there's like whole TikTok channels devoted to it. And because it's just fucking suburban cookie cutter bullshit houses that they build so quick like there's just videos of people like i bought a house during covid i am a homeowner and they're just just you should have pressed bricks out Money of black pits. mold yeah they're so just leaky and broken and everything's a left-handed doorknob so you're like what the fuck where am i alice in wonderland i've seen that with like the whole flip movement i've seen shows oh. on that where they're like yeah, they're flipping these houses as fast as possible, as cheap as possible, 
with a sheen to sell it, right? So, like, yeah, it's got, like, a nice backsplash, but, yeah, it's exactly like you said. Oh, man, but, I saw a fucking sad ad. Speaking of house flipping, I think it was, like, just sell your house to the furniture place? Because they'll stage it then for you? So, n- not even for you. You just sell it. So, like, Hans, you own this, like, furniture conglomerate. Yeah. And I'm like, I'd like to sell my house. And you're like, I'll give you, you know, fucking 10% under market. I'm like, fine. I just need to get the fuck out of here. Oh, uh, okay. So, then your home is owned by a place that sells home furnishing. Because then they furnish it with their shit. And I imagine jack the price. And they're like, turnkey, motherfucker. And take all that shit out. Which is not a bad idea, but it sounds very like the bank, like Grapes of Wrathy. Yes, of like, yeah, the bank Instead owns of selling your, shit, your house to the bank, you sold it to the furniture place that you still owed 5k to for an end table? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, the rent-a-center. You're like in hoc to the place you bought your Best Buy, basically. I have seen that. I have seen that with all the those people that got their houses so cheap, man. But they're I like, mean, I, I was sure living out here was going to be ideal, but now I am living that four hour a, a day lifestyle, and I live in Waskegon, and I can't get from underneath this house working that four hour job I have ever in my and life. And like I said, you everything is loud. <laughs> Why yeah. is this creaking? Was yeah. that fan going to fall off the wall? Why is that light buzzing? Why are these neighbors wearing terry cloth robes? <laughs> They're always inviting me over after work. Blow out those I don't candles. Have so far- <laughs> that photo, I forgot about that photo. All right. Uh, this one is another one that's, I was like, oh, wow, this one's pretty good. Again, paper unknown. Uh, wait. Yeah, here we go. Uh, many varieties of aircraft are flying through the heavens. We do not begin... Uh, Okay, I don't know. I left that part in because it was like, I guess it follows me. Basically, uh, reading, we begin the day reading the world's news. We will begin the day reading the world's news, but in the future, we'll begin it by listening to the newspaper. Oh, okay. Podcasts. Duh. Yeah, right there. There you go. Or your, uh, the and I was like, Okay, that yeah. one's on the nose. This one is, again, another one that's kind of close. Paper unknown. The private kitchen will disappear. Tomorrow's food will be seasoned and prepared by chemical formulas, which will preserve freshness, the freshness of fruits and meat, rid them of undigestible qualities, and then send them to the table ready to use. Instead of sauces that merely uh, cozen in the plate, which is a word I've never heard before, cozen in the, the, excuse me, cozen in the palate, <laughs> we shall have a delectable blends of concentrated vitamins, calories, calories, ferments and tissue tonics wow that's gross that right they got the chemical part right to your table that's but... in like food direct like getting food sent to your house either a prepared through delivery right. or I, I would like to know what tissue tonic is tissue i mean meat Just meat juice that's right Dr- dr Protein. dreadful bringing it back tissue tonic it's just cocaine connective tissue tonic compounded by herb farm is a liquid herbal dietary supplement designed to promote healthy functioning in the musculoskeletal system and support healthy structure of connective tissue tonic i think it's like bone broth oh it's just broths yep butcher's room 
Ruscus Achillitus and Gotu Cola. Centelia Aselgigus. It's bone broth with fakey herbs. It's a paltro. <laughs> Uh, this uh, this one is interesting. It's uh, the war of twenty twenty three will naturally be a wireless war, for there is no end to the possibilities the of this wonderful force. Wireless telephony, that's what it says. Sight, sight, heat, power, and writing may all play an important important parts. So yeah, that's the the end of horsepower. Like so, I was like, that's pretty close to. How we fight wars now? It's all internet. Yeah, I mean, I think I think they're proxy. pretty right on there. I love how they're just like, yeah, they're just yeah, whatever the just, war is, which will be. Uh, although Professor Lowe concludes that it is quite possible that when civilization has advanced another century, mental telepathy will exist in embryo and will form a very powerful method of communication. Mm, you took it a little too far there. A little went, yeah, you had it, you had it. You're good, you're good. Yeah, and then we use our be- and we use our beans to talk to each other. You use your beam to talk to your baby. And I was like, I, don't, I haven't talked to my baby enough should've when it's just, here. I should have just stuck, stuck with that. <laughs> use that nine months to prepare myself. You got one more in there? Uh, I think there is one more. No, I, that was the last one. Hmm? And on uh, baby telepathy. Baby telepathy. Wireless war. Still got the high red boots, though. Oh, yeah. Got to. Wireless. Bluetooth together. So the left <laughs> foot knows what the right foot do. It's just, it's just boots made on my old uh, headphones. Headphone wires. and Spray painted. iPod plugs. Oh, that's right. Uh, Harvey's developed a new bit mm-hmm. where... Um, because we're about to go visit Ashley's um, mom. So I had got the switch out. And Harvey's been really into um, Incredibles. Like, she's watched Incredibles 1 and 2 on a loop. Every time she can choose a movie, she's watched Incredibles. It's like, oh, cool. So she's been using the switch a little bit. So I found a, um, like, Lego made an Incredibles game. Okay. Because she also, on her iPad, will watch... Cause she, it's like you're such a nerd now like video twitch streams of people playing video games so there'll be like a video game for something she likes to watch like box trolls so we found out there's a box trolls ipad app game and just all these so i was like oh she watched the incredibles lego i'll get it for her and of course the fucking internet was so slow i was like i'll do this i'll download before we leave we're leaving in a few days and uh, she'll have something to play something to you know, killed the time while we're hanging out at her grandma's house. And uh, it just took forever. So she was like, she came over because it was the morning. She was like, why is dad playing the Switch? And I was like, oh, no, nothing. Don't worry, honey. I'm just, just got. And she looked and was like, oh. She like lost her shit. And I was like, yeah, yeah, just give me a minute, Harvey. Just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. And now we found out when she gets really mad because I was like, I'm trying to tell you it's at 5% and it's going to need 95 more percent to download. It's just taking forever. So I just took the switch out of the room and put it in my office. And I was like, it's away. Just don't just sit, relax. And she does this thing and she sounds like an old Italian woman. She's like, 
just got really red faced and she makes this mouth like a fish mouth. And she goes, you take it from me. You take it from me. I take it from you. I take it from you. She's cursing you. I know. That's what I was like. Oh, no. It's like that's what Mussolini saw before they hung him. There's a bunch of old ladies like, you take it from me. You take everything. I take everything from you. And then she'll do this face where you're like, oh, it's a bit. So you can yell at me if you're doing your character. Oh, she can treat you poorly as long as she does it she does in an entertaining way. Right. Yeah. So that's the what we've raised. All right, man. All right, dude. Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm Hans. I'm Case. We love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Ride those radio waves, baby. Ride them, baby. Jerk practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. And in the kitchen. This is the kitchen of tomorrow, a press button dream coming true for Mrs. Housewife. All sorts of wonders are hers at the push of a button, from refrigerator doors to countertops built for big gals or little gals. Don't have to lean over here, you see. What's for dinner? Consult the menus on pictures and dish up something new for a change. Hummingbird wings on toast, maybe. And look where the toaster is. A wave of the hand and presto, down comes a hidden cabinet with the dishes. Mama will feel like a fairy princess with a magic wand in a place like this. We won't be able to get her out of the kitchen, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Right now, the question before the house is, what's cooking and when do we eat?